Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. But let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Husband of the Redhead and says, Am I the asshole for not wanting to be my wife's backup plan? My 34 male wife, 35 female. We have three kids and have been having marital problems for years. It reached a boiling point at the end of 2021, and we separated but got back together in 2022. Part of the condition of getting back together was that we attend therapy every two weeks for an entire year. We only ended up doing therapy for about three to four months, and my wife said she wasn't getting anything out of it and didn't see the point in going so often. We both disliked the therapist, so I agreed, and we had noticed that things were getting better so we were working on it on our own. The reasons we went to therapy and why we were having problems were A. She was not attracted to me at all anymore B. She didn't want me touching her She felt repelled by my touch and didn't want hugs, kisses, cuddling or any type of affection C. She wanted to explore her sexuality with other people men or women We've been together since our early teens and have only been with each other D. She wanted to be alone she had this feeling that she should be happier by herself. Things were getting better until a few days ago. I found an old confession she had written out from 18 years ago when a mutual friend kissed her. That was supposed to have been the entire story, but it details how much she liked the attention and she actually pulled him into another room and kissed him. It didn't go any further than that, but I was still reeling. I asked her about it and she said it was so long ago that she didn't really remember, but we're married and she's been faithful for the entire time, and we have a life together. I said okay, and it would take a little bit for me to get over it, but our marriage wasn't in jeopardy, and I needed some time to adjust. Friday night, she told me a mutual guy friend who she was talking to had some issues and said they weren't going to be talking anymore. He was using my wife as an emotional support crutch, and his therapist suggested he stop leaning on her so much. I didn't like how much they chatted, but never voiced this. I asked her if there was more to this and she confessed that he'd been saying I love you for a while and on Monday made a joke about how he liked her ass. All she said was, dude, come on. And he apologized, but I was upset that she didn't shut him down or draw a boundary. He was also asking her to hang out, just the two of them, and she said no. Yesterday was a special anniversary for us and I wasn't in a good mood. We went for a walk and she kept asking me what was wrong, so I told her. I said, I'm upset about the cheating situation. I'm upset that you didn't set clear boundaries and shut his advances down sooner. And I'm upset that I keep planning for activities for anniversaries for years and she couldn't be bothered to plan anything for today. As we were talking, I noticed she was starting to cry and we sat down on a bench. I asked her what was wrong and she basically told me that she still wants to explore things sexually with other people. She likes the attention she gets from other men. She still wants to be alone and she's still repelled by my touch and has been pretending for a year but doesn't want any physical affection from me whatsoever. 
She says she doesn't want to lose me or the life we've built. We agreed to go back into therapy, but after thinking about it last night, I'm not sure if I want to continue. She's lied about it so much and I feel like I'm just a safety net. I'm waiting to decide to end the marriage because she wants to sleep with other people or just be alone. I don't think it's fair for me to be a backup plan. I apologize for the length of the post, but felt the full context was needed. Would I be the asshole if I asked a divorce, even though we agreed to go to therapy? Man, I'm sorry to say it, but if a partner ever told me that repelled or repulsed by my touch, that would be it. There'd be no point in continuing that for me. And then saying she wants to explore her sexuality with other people, you know, she's going to do that. Just go and do that in another relationship. It just sounds like it's making you incredibly sad at the same time. So I would just end this one for me. But Zesty Chloe says not the asshole. I couldn't imagine living with someone who was disgusted by the thought of touching me and actually tells me they want to be alone. You can change your mind. She did, it seems like. But even if she didn't, you don't need a justification. You are allowed to change your mind. First, Alfalfa says she basically wants to have her cake and eat it at the same time. She wants the comfort of home, which is you, but she doesn't want to be with you. She wants a roommate who loves her. Yes, you're her plan B. Divorce her. Don't fall for the, but I love you, or let's try therapy again. She doesn't want to be with you. Odd Welcome says, not the asshole. In the end, she's a cake eater and doesn't respect you. Love without respect is useless. If your partner won't respect you, then you need to respect yourself. If you do want this to work, I very strongly suggest you go look up the 180 method. But being honest, you probably are too codependent to pull it off. You really need to leave and start over with a partner who cares about you and respects you. Throwaway says, not the arsehole. I know divorce is a common or popular remedy on Reddit, but what you describe is not a marital relationship in any real sense. A woman literally repulsed by her husband and wanting to be some combination of alone and sexually active with other people? Therapy doesn't fix that. She doesn't want to leave the life you built. No, that's code for divorce and starting over is so messy, so it stresses her out. Plus, she would lose you as a committed doormat. And one more from The Crown and Anchor who says, Why are you still married? Your wife finds you physically repulsive. At what point do you accept that this woman has been lying to you for a very long time? She's still lying to you, and that is never going to change. Alpha divorce and move on with your life. The only reason she is still with you is likely because of the stability you bring to her life, i.e. she's using you to make her life easier. You deserve better, and she deserves to find out that the grass is not always greener. Not the arsehole. OP edited the post to add some extra information after the comments and said, Edit for those people who have messaged me to ask. I'd like to clarify a couple of things. One, we both share responsibilities for the house. We both do dishes, laundry, cleaning, taking care of the kids, and I don't have any problems communicating household tasks. I'm not some fat, negligent husband who sits on his ass and lets her watch the kids and cook and clean. Two, the reason I wanted to stop therapy with this therapist was my wife was chatting with a co-worker and the message went inappropriate. I was fixing a backup phone that our kids use at work when I saw the messages pop up. I asked her about them and she gaslit me. She had already deleted them and told me they didn't exist. When I told her I saw them on the other phone, she apologized and confessed and stopped talking to the co-worker. When I told the therapist this, she brushed it off and made it seem like it was my fault. And I realized she only had my wife's interests at heart and not mine. Three, my wife has always had validation issues. She loses all common sense when someone else compliments her or gives her attention. I've tried for 20 years to be enough for her, but she finds other people's comments to be better. 
Or why am I still here? Despite everything, I absolutely love my wife with all my heart. We have three children who I don't want to lose 50% of my time with, which will happen if we go shared custody. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever laid eyes on and she still makes me weak, three kids and 20 years later. I'm going to get a lot of insults on this, but this is the hardest decision of my life and I don't want to live without her. I understand that for my own value and self-respect, I might have to, but it's incredibly hard. The OP does update their posts and says just wanted to update everyone who sent me messages, who were interested and offered advice. I read for over a thousand posts over two days and last night I had a conversation with my wife. I wrote it down on my phone and asked her to listen to it and not interrupt and we can talk after. Start of note. I don't know what you thought you were going to accomplish by telling me that you were repelled by my touch. You want to explore your sexuality with other men and women and want to be alone. I think you thought, if you were just being honest, it was right and okay. It just showed me how little respect you have for me. I don't think you realize just how insulting and disrespectful everything you said is. You do not consider my feelings at all. You seek validation from other men and never set any proper boundaries until I find out or a line has been crossed. I literally cannot remember a time in 20 years where you have said, stop, this is inappropriate and I don't think it should go any further. You let mutual friend tell you he loved you and liked your ass and you weren't even the one to stop communication. He was. His therapist could tell the conversation was unhealthy. I could tell the conversation was unhealthy, but you couldn't. You either don't respect me enough to put my feelings ahead of your own need for validation or you simply don't care. I can't fix this and you don't seem to want to fix this. I've been there for you for 20 years. I've never wavered in my love for you, my affection, my devotion, but you can't say the same. You clearly think you're missing out on something and think exploring that in the arms of another person will fill that hole inside of you, but it won't. All it will do is leave you completely and entirely alone. Our family will be gone, I will be gone, and you have nothing at all because you think the grass might be greener on the other side. I can't imagine a person who has a loving husband who cares for them, respects them, and thinks the world of them, who has three beautiful kids, a great support network, good friends, and a loving family, that thinks if they abandon their entire life for some fleeting new experience, they will be fulfilled. You use me, plain and simple. I am a safety net for you. You can spend all the time in the world trying to figure yourself out, and you have a safe spot to come home to. Not a partner, not someone you treat as a husband, but someone you lie to. Lead them on and take advantage of. I am not a fallback. I am not a safety net. I am a person who absolutely deserves love, touch, romance, and admiration. I deserve respect and reciprocation. I want to be clear that I absolutely think you're not telling me about these issues and letting an entire year pass while letting me think things were improving and getting better is lying by omission. I'll be attending therapy by myself to find out why I've been such a doormat, to figure out why I've tolerated such abuse and neglect from the person that was supposed to guard and protect me. We were supposed to share my life forever. I am not at this time asking for a divorce, and provided you are not asking for one, things will need to move forward differently. You will need to attend therapy by yourself. After six months of both of us being in therapy, we can talk about doing couples therapy. You will stop seeking validation from other men. I do not want to police your conversations, but single men should not be people you talk daily with until you go through therapy and can clearly set boundaries and enforce them if they are broken. You have to win me back. You have to woo me and get me to fall in love with you again. I expect romance in dates and our daily lives. The fact that I can't be romantic with you because you decided you didn't like it, but also decided that because you don't like romance, I don't deserve it is very selfish. I will not under any circumstances accept an open marriage. 
I don't ever want to hear of it again. I'm not okay with you being sexual with men or women other than myself. Asking for monogamy shouldn't be that big of an ask. And if that truly is a deal breaker for you, I understand that we can divorce and you can pursue other people. I acknowledge that some of what I'm saying is demanding, but I'm standing up for myself and what I want. I deserve better and will not settle for just enough any longer. If anything I've said here makes you want to say you are done, we can separate and file for divorce. We'll sell the house and agree upon 50-50 custody agreement for the kids. I'll never use the kids to hurt you and will co-parent with you to the absolute best of my abilities. Despite the harsh tone, I will still reiterate that I love you with all my heart and want to spend my entire life with you. Watching our children grow up together, but I will not be an afterthought anymore. I won't play second fiddle to an imaginary life you might want to pursue. End of note. Opie then continues, One of the things she has always said to me when we have conversations is, I don't know if I'll ever be enough for you. She says this because she doesn't know if she can meet my expectations of what a good loving wife should be. I told her this time that you may think you don't know if you can be enough for me, but I right now know I'm not enough for you. We talked for a while and she's going to therapy. We're going to work on our relationship and while I know many, if not all of you think I should just divorce her right now, I can't just throw away 20 years without giving it my absolute all. I don't know if this will work out or not, but I thank each and every one of you for helping me find the strength to stand up for myself. It might not be the ending you wanted to see, but I am hopeful. Uh, this update made me feel a bit flat, I have to admit it. I can understand OP wanting to try after 20 years of a relationship, but to me, and you know, I don't know the ins and outs, but it just feels like not much is going to change. Even before the update, you know... I checked out of this relationship being, t being told that you're repelled by your touch, secretly texting co-workers, validation from other men, and wanting to explore a sexuality outside of your relationship. You know, there was no trust there from me. I lost that very early on and I would have been out. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next was a suggestion from over on Twitter from Oreo. Thank you so much for your suggestion, by the way. From Skoda1981, who says, I just overheard my husband declare his love to someone else. So I'm sitting on my couch 10 minutes away from my 60th birthday. Today, my husband of 35 years and I were at the doctor and he has to begin tests because the doctor thinks he might have cancer. It's been an emotional day. We were outside on the porch and I could hear him talking, so 
wondering who he was talking to because no one else is here except his dad, who was in his bedroom, so I listened. I heard him say stuff like, I love you more than anything. You're my soulmate, but we can't start our life together now until I know if I have cancer or not because I don't want to burden you with that. He went on to say when his biopsy appointment was and again stating how much he loved this person. He has never declared his undying love to me or referred to me as a soulmate, so I was a bit confused at first. And then I realized what I was hearing. We take care of his 87-year-old dad and he lives with us. We have grown kids, some local and some far away. I'm just so confused on how he was slash is planning on starting his new life. Is he taking his dad with him? Does he plan on making me leave? We have stuff planned like trips and things. My head is just spinning, but I guess I am not totally shocked out of the blue. Ten years ago, I stumbled upon his adult friend finder profile. So I made a profile of my own and started talking with him. And he was making plans with me. To hook up with who he was talking to. Me, but he thought I was someone else. I confronted him and it took some work, but we worked things out, yada yada. A couple of months ago, I walked past his Kindle and see there is a webcam on. So I looked at it and its website was Adult Friend Finder. I chose not to confront him then and just let it slide. I know that was stupid, but we all have health issues and things that keep us busy. I just didn't have the energy for another confrontation and all that it entails. So I sit here now wondering what to do next. Do I shut my mouth and sit back and watch how this plays out? It is tempting to watch him lie and cheat and not know that I know. It could be interesting or do I go in the bedroom where he is sleeping now and open this can of life-changing bullshit and tell him what I know? Do I sleep on it and confront him in the morning? I am the person who will do anything to not rock the boat. The less I am noticed, the better I feel. I've been let down by every man in my life, starting with my alcoholic abusive in all ways father. To every boyfriend of my first husband to now my current husband. The only male in my life who hasn't wrecked me is my son. So, I guess I will shut up now. I can't call my kids or family or even my girlfriends yet, so it is too soon. I need to dump it. So thank you Reddit for being here. One of the top comments on this post says, as far as I see it, you've got three choices. The path of logic. Quietly consult a divorce lawyer and figure out what you need to do to protect yourself financially if he leaves. Make sure you have your own bank account and start keeping records of your income and expenses if you haven't done so already. If he does anything around the house you don't know how to do, learn from him so you can do it yourself. Basically get your ducks in a row and figure out next steps for your life. The path of emotion. Barge into the bedroom and make a scene. Ask him who the woman is. Demand to see his phone. Show some passion. Remind him of all the things you do for him in the relationship. Demand he cut her off and go to marital counseling with you. Make him sleep on the couch or kick him out altogether so he can feel the consequences of his actions. The goal is to shake things up for him and then offer a path to reconciliation. Keep in mind he may not want to reconcile jump straight to divorce, or just become better at hiding his affair. And the status quo. Do nothing and pretend you didn't hear anything. Carry on as normal and hope he doesn't blindside you with divorce. Or just accept whatever will be, will be. This is the most passive approach if you just don't have the bandwidth to deal with any of this right now. You can already see each approach has its pros and cons. Which one aligns most with your inner compass? Raven replies to that and says, there's another option. Pack up and leave, then get the lawyer. Cade says, well, first you drop all the responsibilities he's placed on you. You're not taking care of his dad anymore. Split the bank accounts and hand him divorce papers. Don't even wait to find out if he has cancer. Maybe he told someone else it wasn't fair to start their life together because he might have cancer. 
but he has you taking care of his elderly father and possibly nursing him through cancer. Hell no. Fuck no. You're taking care of yourself from now on. Get out while you can, before you lose all your money to his medical debt. Yeah, that really jumped out to me as well when he was saying to someone else that he doesn't want to burden them if, you know, he's got cancer, but he's willing to string you along and have you take care of him, even though he's confessing his love to someone else. Kino says the same thing, says, so if he has cancer, he will stay with you and let you take care of him. But if he hasn't, he will leave you for her. That alone would make me put my finances on order and file for a divorce as fast as possible. I would not confront him first, just serve him the papers and move out. My first thought was much more violent and it involved blood and a funeral. And one more comment from Moneyprint who says, honestly, you need to confront him and if he has cancer, it may sound fucked up and I may get down votes, but if he does have cancer, you should leave him. In fact, you should leave him before his diagnosis because he doesn't deserve your patience and you don't deserve his debt. Let whoever was on the phone deal with him and his 87-year-old father. He doesn't want to put the burden of his affair partner and speak his undying love to her, but if he's sick, he'll burden you like he's burdening you with his dad. That's so fucked up, because why does a fair partner get the good healthy him, and you get the sick and dying him that you have to take care of along with daddy? Don't be someone's caretaker and loyal partner when they are not sick and they will leave you. You deserve better. But now, we're going to move on to OP's small update to find out what they did next. They said, first want to say I am overwhelmed by the response and support. I am humbled and thankful for all your kind words and advice. I've read each message. I made it through the night without sleeping and without beating him over the head, but I fell asleep and woke up screaming, and he asked what was wrong and it all came out. We are done. Who goes where is yet to be determined, but the marriage is over, and right now I am so exhausted, and I'm okay with that. Thank you, Reddit. I want to hug you all. And yes, I'm a terrible speller on good days. Edit two, and also I love his dad and have no problem caring for him for the rest of his life. But that won't happen. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love yeah man i remember being so naive when life was good weather and palm trees back in the day you were everything i need but then along came a time when you crushed my dreams oh yeah you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read oh yeah you see we in the spare crime everywhere you're selling false hope because you just don't care nah uh you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care uh, You just don't, still selling false hope Cause you just don't care House, 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 feel me If we talking to a uniform, who the real You know we in the deep Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.